Psalm 127. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labour in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stay awake in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. I don't know um, if you're the kind of person that likes to make uh, New Year's resolutions um, or, or even just like a bucket list, you know, things I have to do or want to do or need to do uh, this year. Um, unless this thing happens in 2023, then it, it, won't be, it won't be the year that I want. It won't be the year that I'm looking for. That's quite natural to do at the start of a new year, isn't it? Uh, to make those kind of uh, claims, those kind of things uh, that we need and the things that we think we want. Um, but there is a, a, a different unless um, in this psalm. And it's three words, unless the Lord. And I really want for us this year, um, I'd love it if these three words were the first thoughts for us as a church this year. And also the enduring and continuing thought in everything that we do as a church. Um, unless the Lord. And we're going to look at them together. It is put quite starkly, isn't it? Um, verses 1 and 2. Unless this happens, then this thing is, is completely futile. It's pointless. It's a waste of time. You'd be better off doing something else. It's put very starkly, isn't it? It's not... Um, if the Lord does this, then something happens. It's unless the Lord does this, this won't happen. And I think we do need that reminder, don't we? Because I'm a bit of a pragmatist. Some people are activists as Christians. We get on, don't we? We do stuff. And, uh, and yet, it says in verse 1, unless the Lord builds the house... Those who build it labour in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Uh, the watching of the watchman and the building of the builder are clearly involved here. They're mentioned, but they are secondary, aren't they? It is ultimately God who builds and who watches. And it is him who establishes and protects. And we're going to be thinking about what he builds and what he protects. Um, in that language uh, as we think about how this translates to us today and all of it is dependent on him doing that um, we could uh, think quite individualistically about this psalm um, it's quite easy to do isn't it unless the Lord builds my house <laughs> um, then I'm do um, I could throw all the effort I can at doing my own thing and yet Unless God, God builds my house. But I, I think it actually is slightly wider than that. It obviously includes our individual lives and our individual efforts and projects. But it talks of the house, doesn't it? 
If you look, it says, unless the Lord builds the house, unless the Lord watches over the city. That's one of the benefits of reading the Bible in its context, because if you look at the Psalms that come before it, and if you want to just look back um, at Psalm 122, um, it's, it's, it's in a collection of Psalms, which are songs to be sung as the people journeyed up to Jerusalem for the Passover festival together. So they're anticipating being in the house of the Lord, which was the temple in Jerusalem. So let's have a look at um, Psalm 122. It says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem built as a city that is bound firmly together, to which the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as was decreed for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. Their, their thrones for judgment were set, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they be secure who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. For my brothers and companions' sake, I will say peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. So you sort of, if you just take Psalm 127, you might say, oh, the house could mean anything that I wanted to mean. But it clearly, within the Songs of Ascent, it means the house of God. His house, his meeting place, his dwelling place between um, him and man. And so uh, it's not about my home extension. It's not unless you increase my pay packet or you do that. It's, it's not that. And it's not even a focus on just my bio- biological family when it gets to talking about um, children in the second half of the psalm. These circumstances are important and involved, but the prayer is much wider than that. If we narrow it in to us and me and my house and, and, and what I want we've missed the point entirely unless the Lord builds the house unless the Lord watches over the city it's about his project which is much bigger and since Jesus rose from the dead and went back up into heaven that dwelling place is no longer tied to a particular place the temple in Jerusalem and um, we know, don't we, that Jesus promised the Holy Spirit who would dwell in all believers. So God's dwelling place is, is in them. He, they are his dwelling place. We are his dwelling place. So for us to pray this kind of prayer about God's, God building his house or God watching over the city, I think we're praying about his work in the lives of believers through his spirit. That's, the, that's what we would be praying if we were going to be talking about that uh, to him. So it's not a physical place, uh, it's a people. And so what this psalm is teaching us is that unless God builds up his people, unless God increases the, the reach of his, uh, his family, his household, Unless he does that, <laughs> it's not going to happen. We can do whatever we want. We can throw unlimited resources, time, energy, people at that task. And if he doesn't do it, it's not going to happen. So it leaves us completely humbled and dependent on him to do that. Um, and as a church, we need, we need that. As, as, a, as a pastor of a church, I need that. Um, you know, we started 2020 with... Um, 
was probably a few plans. I don't know what they were, but you know, we started 2020 thinking, you know, everyone was talking about um, 2020 vision, weren't they? Yeah, we got some vision. <laughs> we got we got a clearer vision, but we got clearer vision that we're not the ones in charge. Um, God is; He decides. And uh, we spent a lot of 2020 not being able to do anything much at all. And um, I don't know if I've said this before, but during that year, I um, I felt a weight of responsibility. I'd newly become the church leader. Um, I felt a weight of responsibility for you guys, for your faith. Um, and then we're in lockdown and I can't really encourage you or like, see how you're doing or that kind of thing. And, uh, and yet we all came back together in July when, when lockdown was lifted and, and we're all still here. And there was nothing to do with me. And it was an amazing thing to, to be seeing how God keeps hold of his people. He holds on to people. He's doing that. It doesn't rest on me. And, and that was great. Like, uh, humbling, <laughs> and I should have known that, but um, it was really freeing uh, to see that it's his job to do that. Unless the Lord builds the house, unless he watches over, he keeps guard, he protects, he, um, yeah, he, he looks after his city. We, can't, we won't do that. Our efforts won't, won't achieve that. Um, so we're going to um, have a time uh, in just a moment of, of praying for this year and praying for God to build up his people and to watch over his people and, um, as we see in verse 2, um, to, to sort of to plant and to sow the seed and for more people to come into that um, household. And that's something that only he can do. Um, but just in case um, you were trying to find a psalm for an excuse to do nothing and you thought, well, this is quite a good one. You know, maybe I can tell, use this psalm to say, well, I don't need to do anything. Um, that's what this psalm is telling me, uh, that I can just stay in bed. It's interesting, isn't it, you know, to do a psalm on it is in vain to go to late to rest on New Year's Day where we've all gone to bed late uh, last night, I presume. Uh, lots of us have. And some of us rose up early as well. But This psalm is not, the contrast in this psalm is not between um, doing lots or, and doing nothing, activity and inactivity. It's about who does it depend on and who, who are we trusting in when we do what we're doing. Because if you look, verse 2 says, it is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest. You can't, you can't stop um, because of your anxious toil. And yet he gives to his beloved sleep. So the peace knowing what God has given me to do, he will help me to do it. And the things that I can't do, he's already got that covered. He knows what he's doing. There's a difference between doing stuff frantically worried that it all depends on me and doing things because it depends on God with the assurance and the um, rest and the peace knowing that he has it covered. Um, So we're going to do that. We're going to put that into action. We're going to spend some time praying. Um, This kind of prayer, Lord, unless you do this, we're wasting our time. Lord, unless... You speak to us week upon week through your word, by your spirit. 
We'd be better off doing something else, let's be honest. We would be. We'd be better off wasting our time doing something else, but it wouldn't make no difference unless God speaks to us, unless God builds up his people, unless God uh, watches over his people, keeps them, unless God grows his kingdom, advances his kingdom. No amount of effort or energy on our part is going to make any difference. Um, So I'd love this to be our thought this year, unless the Lord. As we go and we we get involved in things again, you know, we sort of bleary-eyed, like, what what were we doing again? Oh, yeah, we were, oh, yeah, we were serving tea and coffee. Oh, yeah, we were welcoming people at the door. Oh, yeah, we were doing Friday's team rota. We were preparing Sunday school. We were playing in the band. I'd love it that we would just be saying, unless the Lord, (laughs) we're wasting our time. Unless the Lord does something, unless the Lord is at work in this, unless he does it, this doesn't depend on us. It depends on him. Um, So we're going to have, uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to send you out in a smaller group. Um, You can see see the cards because three of them are neon coloured. There's four stations around the room. um, And uh, you've got a little card on your chair as well. Have you picked that up as well? You see that the four corners of that um, are the four areas we're going to be praying into. Uh, the way in which God is going to build up his people, grow us in number, um, but it's his work. Um, so um, they are, because does someone want to read out the four things? Because I don't have it in front of me. Evangelism, yeah. Bible teaching, yeah. Youth and children, yeah, so women's and small groups is the final one. So we're going to spend some, a bit of time on this. Uh, we've got at least half an hour. We're going to break up into smaller groups. I'm not going to interrupt you. You can spend some time in that group praying by each of the stations for those four things. And even if you just take some of the words from this psalm and pray them and then pray for what is going on in that thing. Um, I have put on each of them who's kind of involved in coordinating that within the church and who's involved in that so you can also pray for those people um, that God would sustain them that they would have a sense in which it doesn't all depend on them and that they would be prayerful and dependent on him in in what they're doing Um, so I hope um, that's going to be a fruitful time as we get together and pray together great